Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Plant Personalities with PV Plant Guy. Some of you may know this podcast as a way to understand who these plant influencers are behind their social media profiles. But what I've learned over the past 18 episodes is that we always end up talking about plants. So <laughs> <laughs> I have Suzanne. She, I have Suzanne here today with me, and she just can't help but laugh. Um, us plant influencers love talking about plants. So as much as I try to get to know the person behind the plants, we just always end up back talking about the things that we love so much. So Suzanne, you are New New York City's houseplant stylist. How's it going? <laughs> it's going so good. Um, I yeah, I'm still New York City's plant stylist. Uh, I'm definitely not the only one anymore. There are so many plant stylists in the city now. So. You kind of started a trend. I don't think I started it. I think I thought I started it for sure. (laughs) Um, But I think that Plant Queen definitely started the trend. um, And I just wasn't aware. So I'm definitely, um, you know, I have to give the crown to whom it deserves. But I will say that um, very few people were doing it before. And now there's like a big group of us. Yes. And... I get FOMO every time that you guys get together. <laughs> I know there's so many. Um, I want to call it tri-state area plant people because like some of us live in Jersey. Some of us live in Rhode Island. Um, and I know that's not tri-state technically, but New England, New York. There's a lot of us and I I love it so much. I love it too. Um, you know I'm from Rhode Island, right? Yeah, I do. Um, so anytime I see anyone there, like from the, I guess the tri-state area, you know, they take yeah. the train up to Rhode Island. I'm like, oh, I wish I was visiting because <laughs> it's so fun. <clears throat> it is so fun. And honestly, you have to find a time to make your way up here because the group hangouts are not the same. Like we need more plant people. Um, and I love the Florida vibe. So you guys, you got to come. We do. And you've been down to Florida too. I have. Unfortunately, we didn't get to cross paths, but I did come uh, to Bradenton, Sarasota area, to see Market Botany, Cam, um, and we did some fun planty things there. Yes, that's like, um, I want to say, four hours away from me. Yeah. Where are you at? I am in Ponte Vedra. That's my my at, PV Plant Guy, Ponte Vedra. That's what I figured. That's what I, I was always wondering what the PV stood for, but I figured it was like where you're at. <laughs> yes, yes. Some people think that it's um, like Puerto Vallarta, like Mexico. Oh, oh. But, but no, it's definitely like Ponte Vedra, Florida. I'm, I mean, I basically say that I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, got you. Um, because a lot of what we like, uh, a, a lot of people know Jacksonville. They don't know like Ponte Vedra area. Um, right. And fun fact St. Augustine is 20 minutes south of us, and it is the oldest city in the United States. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. 15, uh, 1565 was the year that it founded. was founded. Listen, a history lesson? That's what I needed today. <laughs> I um, had no idea. <clears throat> speaking of history, so yeah. um, we go back like quite some time, kind of maybe yeah. like a year and a half. 2020, baby. I found you on TikTok. You were like one of the first people who I came across on Plant Talk when it like yeah. first started trending. 
And you, yeah, you were one of the first people I followed, I think, um, on TikTok. You and Nicole and um, and Cam, you were like the first people I really got acquainted with on TikTok. Yes, uh, we had like a, a good little TikTok crew. Um, yeah. Cam, so Cam is Market Botany, and yeah. then Nicole is Nicole Larson Gross. Yes, yes. Um, and it's crazy how like all of the videos that we made back way back when mm-hmm. um kind of paved the way to where we are now on social media i know and how much bigger i mean for me it's a noticeable difference i don't know if i'm sure you see it too there are so many more quote plant influencers now than there were when we started even in 2020 100 percent insane like every account that i see is like on my explore page is a plant page. And not only because I don't only look at plant stuff, but there are so many new pages like just starting out and I'm living for it. It is awesome. I think that um, some of the other, like, I guess what do you call them? Like lay people, which is a a weird term, like to kind of separate the two. But like, I, I feel like a lot of people are getting the confidence to start their own separate plant page and dedicate mm-hmm. time to it because they've seen other people grow and, you know, become something and mm-hmm. social media is just, you know, popping off in the plant space. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to your point, I I think that the algorithm does a terrible job of introducing me to new plant people who really produce good content. That's interesting. I feel like I see a new account pop up on my feed every single day. And of course I do see a lot of, you know, the people that I follow, I see their videos over and over, but especially on the re- do you scroll through reels often? Um, I'm guilty of really only scrolling through reels for trending sounds, but right. a lot of times that's how I do find new people. That's like the only way that I find new people on Instagram. Yeah. So I'm like notoriously looking through my reels also for the sounds, but every time I come across a new plant page, I stop and then I go through their whole feed because I personally, I like to follow, I follow a lot of people. I'm not like one of those people that's like, Oh my God, I can't follow too many people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah. I, if I like someone's page, I'm going to follow them. Like exactly. Um, and so I'm always looking for, you know, to get inspired because honestly, there's only so much stuff you can post about plants and I want to see what other people are posting about, you know, what they're getting inspired by. Um, and especially recently I found a lot more people that I'm like, Ooh, I like your content. (laughs) Yes, I agree. Um, so I know that we have some listeners in the room and if you guys want to ask us some questions or talk about what inspires you. I would love to hear what you have to say. Um, A lot of the podcasts that I've had um, hosted before, we don't really interact with the audience. And so I want to start encouraging that more because that's how you kind of diversify some of your thoughts Mm -hmm. on these shows. So if anyone wants to kind of chime in, feel free. You can raise your hand and then I will invite you up as a speaker. Ooh, so cool. Yes. Um, So uh, what inspires you to create content? Um. Honestly, reaching people. Um, I love the community aspect of being a content creator. And I'm a, I'm a very social person. And I love um, meeting new people, hearing their stories. And um, I'm also notorious for making like really lengthy captions because I love to tell a story and I love to engage people. 
So for me, it's super important that I'm like always talking to people in the comments. Um, if you scroll through my comments, you'll see that almost none of them are unanswered because I'm a chatty Kathy. So <laughs> I love to get to know people. And I think that's what drives me um, is I want to like fulfill what they're looking for, you know, in through my content, um, whether that be plants, advice, um, anything. And it's it's the most fun for me because I feel like I just got this like huge group of friends online and they're all just, you know, like loving all the same things that I'm loving. So yeah, for me, it's definitely the community aspect. (laughs) I love that. And if anyone is familiar with Suzanne's content, um, a lot of your reels are, they're kind of short and you give tips, but then you always say more information in the comments or the caption. Um, And then you go into detail and I think it's really hard to, kind of provide your your opinion or your advice in a 10 second reel it's very hard to do yep and there's so many ifs ands and buts with plants you know everyone's home is different so um i like how you engage people with all your different font styles in a video thank you (laughs) how do you how do you do that can you tell us your secret my font styles i literally just use the preset ones on instagram but i when when it comes to editing i'm not lazy i want to be i want it to be easier but i will like layer things and type half my sentence in one font and half the sentence in the other font to overlay them um just because i want it to look dynamic because i love when other people do that in their reels i think it looks so fun um, and I go ham with the color picker. I'm like, I want colorful letters. <laughs> I like that. That's what draws the attention. <laughs> and I have no patience for that. So I literally, I, I go for like more consistency where I try and stick with the same style font in every reel. Yeah. Um, just uh, because it takes so much time and I have fat fingers. So I get impatient when I'm trying to like change <laughs> things. Oh my God, you, should, you should see me when I'm editing. I actually... Um, I guess they came out with a new iPhone and I'm eligible for an upgrade. So I'm like, I want the biggest iPhone possible because I need to <laughs> see my content that I edit. You're like, I need an iPad that I can talk on the phone with. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't care if it doesn't fit in my pocket. I just need to take pictures of my plants and to make videos of my plants and to edit them. Literally, you know what I've been considering is actually getting like a, another device like a lot, like a larger iPhone as well and make that just like a content phone because my, I have like 650 something gigabytes of storage in my phone and I'm already like encroaching on the limit. And <laughs> Oh my God. I, I thought 128 was bad. No, man. I like, I'm crazy. And I also, I have formerly a photographer, so I have a lot of high resolution images and videos on my phone from before because I also am a hoarder when it comes to memories. I'm a memory hoarder. I don't delete anything. Um, mm. And you have like 20 pictures of the same thing. Uh, more like 150. Like I have over 60,000 photos and videos in my camera roll. Okay. Now I'm going to have to go check and see. I thought mine was bad. I thought <laughs> I have 28,000. Hmm. Yeah, I've got you beat. <laughs> By a landslide. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I'm crazy because I I just, like, I, lo- I often just go back into my camera roll and look through things. Um, I just, I love 
I love to, I'm a nostalgic person. I love to look back and, you know, remember things. Just, I can't yeah, get rid of them. <laughs> I hear you. I was actually um, going through the TikTok sounds earlier. No, this was um, yesterday when I posted my Pirates of the Caribbean ficus cutting TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, like, the f- there was a song by The Fray that was on the favorites, or, like, I guess the... um the trending TikTok sound list. Yeah. And so last night I was just chilling and I like put the fray on on Spotify <laughs> because it was so nostalgic and it brought me back to high school. So I've been like yeah. listening to them. I'm like, I need to get away from this. But anyway, the, the nostalgia piece is, is something that I can relate to as well. Yeah. Um, I just don't have 60,000 pictures and videos <laughs> on my phone. Well, to be fair, those all of those, and I, I'm very meticulous about backing up all of my stuff. Those photos go back date to like 2013, from when I had got my first iPhone. <laughs> yes. So, do you use like a portable hard drive or like Google Cloud? So yeah, I mean, I just on um, my iCloud or on my Mac. I have a Mac laptop or whatever. I don't even. Why don't I don't know the name, the name of things? Um, <laughs> a MacBook? on my laptop. Yes, on my MacBook. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are words? <laughs> I just back everything up. And every single time I back up a new phone, I delete the last one because everything's on it. And since then, I've had to get more storage on every single phone. So the next phone I get will have to have even more storage than this one for obvious reasons because I'm already encroaching the limit of my current storage situation. <laughs> so... Um, I try not to keep a lot of apps on my phone. Like I'm constantly deleting everything but my photos and videos just so that I can keep them. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, I, I guess it's my background as a photographer. I just am obsessed with keeping all those images, even if they're bad. I just want them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing because it's, it's memories, right? And if you can't yeah. remember, you can always look at pictures. And when yeah. you're 80 years old, um, you know, when you're an old lady warm in her bed, you can just pull out your old pictures and scroll through them from 2013. Yeah, I do have a pretty big obsession with memory. I think um, I have a really good memory personally, but I'm also very my biggest fear, I think, in life is losing my memory or like developing dementia or Alzheimer's. And so I'm constantly like exercising my brain, um, doing like brain teasers and uh, <laughs> playing games and things like that that'll exercise my brain um because i never want to lose my memory and that's why i hoard all of them too because i'm like i don't ever want to lose you you're so important to me (laughs) yeah i hear you um so what about your plants are you afraid of losing any of your plants no (laughs) (laughs) well you know what that's not true there are some of them of course that i cherish very dearly um and I think some of them have like an emotional meaning to me and some of them do not. And um, especially those plants that are easily replaceable, I find myself not really being too um, too cautious with those. I like to experiment a lot. So I'll do different things with my plants all the time to see what they can withstand. Um, and there are definitely a few that I will never experiment with, that I will always, they'll be my precious babies and I take very good care of them and I'll never sell them or cut them up. Um, but there are others that I'm like a cutting from you and I'm going to water you with a new fertilizer today. <laughs> like, um, just, you know, I, I don't get too attached to all of them. I think it's, 
is better for me that way. Otherwise, I'll like have a nervous breakdown every time a plant dies. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I can actually relate. Like, I think you broke that down like very nicely. Um, so, Robin is asking, which ones would you never experiment with? Oh, okay. My Syngonium Albo is my precious baby angel. And I will never do anything bad to her because this plant is like my giving plant. It has not stopped growing. It will never have a pest knock on wood. It has never had a pest. I've had it for a year and a half. Um, It is my happiest, healthiest plant in my collection. And if something happened to it, I think something would happen to me. (laughs) Um, Where did you get it? I got it from Planty Queens. I love Planty Queens. Have you ever bought plants from them? No, I have not. But I know Nicole is like she works there on like the weekends sometimes. Yeah. She's also their social media maven. Like she makes all of their videos and stuff. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. So if you ever see a, an artful hand holding a plant in their video, it's Nicole's. <laughs> How did I not pick up on that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, she's actually been doing their social media since like last summer, I want to say. That is so cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good to know. No, I, I haven't, um, I haven't purchased a plant from Planty Queens. You know what? I feel like, uh, the whole shipping from Minnesota thing to Florida, I feel like a, I, a lot of the plants that I get are from Florida. Well, yeah, you honestly are living in the best place to not ever have to get plants shipped because- all of the growers for the country are based in Florida, from my understanding. Yes. Yeah, the majority. The lar- the vast majority are pretty much all like either in Orlando or South Florida. Yeah. So you really have no need to get – you can get fabulous plants down in Florida for probably a much better price. Um, and I, I also, being in New York, can get pretty reasonably priced plants. But when I was there visiting Planty Queens, they let me tour their private greenhouses um, that they, their grow tents that they had in their first location, which was really nice of them. And they let me pick out two plants. Um, and they, they offered very kindly to ship them to me for free because, um, you know, I'd come to visit them and they were so, so nice and sent me a moss pole as well for free. They're just amazing people. Um, and I cherish this plant a lot because I personally love Lily and my, I think they're awesome people. And, um, I'm, I don't know. It's like a friendship plant, you know? <laughs> yes, totally. Um, and so you, ba- so they gave you the Syngonium Albo. And yeah. what was the other one that they gave you? Um, the other one that they gave me was a Monstera Peru, which I also still have. And I have experimented with her. But only out of necessity. Like, she was not doing well. Um, and it's like, I don't know if you've seen, there are some Monstera Perus that are really dark and some that are like more like a, a light, like salad green type of color. Yes. Yep. And this one is super, it's almost black. It's so dark. Um, and I'm obsessed with it. It's like the coolest plant. Um, so I, I do hang, hang on dearly to that one too. How's the growth rate on that one? Slow as fuck. (laughs) It's It's so slow. So slow. So slow. Uh, honestly, just I had to chop it because the top bits had like gotten crusty over the winter, and I chopped it, and it now has developed a new growth point and is finally growing for me again. But it is snail speed, like really slow. I have one, and it is very slow. So I got um, I 
bought mine from someone who shipped it from Texas during the last mm-hmm. year's winter storm. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, and so it it pretty much like died aside from the roots, and I rehabbed it, and it grew back, and now it maybe has like six leaves on it. But oh, amazing! It was like it kept growing, like the the like this the petiole kept yeah, growing the stems, yeah, yeah, yeah. without new leaves like oh. it, it wasn't unfurling it just kept growing and it was literally like two feet long and i was like okay i'm just gonna cut you so now i have like a bunch of like petty like cuttings like one point. node cuttings in my yeah. greenhouse trying to prop them and like they're just taking forever do you i don't know if it's because the foliage is darker that they grow so slowly um, but I do, from my understanding that <clears throat> plants with darker foliage don't need as much light to photosynthesize, but I have mine in a pretty bright spot. So I'm always confused as to why it's not growing so well. I don't know. I just know that some plants are slow growers and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't have a degree in, in biology or botany. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I actually did buy a biology book, a like plant biology book to try uh-huh. and like learn but it's so freaking detailed that i'm like I, I don't need to know people don't care about what happens in like the cell of a plant right um so yeah i i i, I wish i knew more i wish i knew more information that was relatable as to like the reasons why but i don't know i don't I, i'm not going back to school well, speaking of plant science, this is a little detour. I just want to know if we have the same explore page. Have you seen that like viral video of it's like a plant piece of a plant under a microscope and they put a drop of water in there and um, show how the cells expand with regular water. And then they put salt water and see how they shrivel up into like a tiny little pea. Is this on TikTok or Instagram? No, Instagram. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, I'm going to see if I can find it and send it to you just because it's visually very interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it basically, like, um, it gives a visual of, like, why salt water is bad for plants. Yeah, essentially. I mean, it has nothing to do with, like, we would never water a plant with salt water. But seeing, like, the structure of the cell wall and mm. all of the little functions within, I personally find it fascinating. I'm terrible at science and practice. But in theory, I think it's fascinating. So... I was just like, ooh, this is so cool. <laughs> is that what's happening inside my plant when I water it? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you'll have to send it to me when you get a chance. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, uh, there was one, um, there was one Instagram reel or TikTok that I recently seen, uh, I recently saw. Now I just lost my train of thought. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. Back. It'll come you'll- back. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a uh, one one reel that I wanted to relate to, but I yeah, it's it's gone. It's it. <laughs> you know what? You know what I'm blaming it on? I what? never do podcasts at night. I'm always like <laughs> doing it at like you know noon or like two or five, um, sometimes eleven. And now it's like it's nighttime, so I think my mind just just a little bit tired and less sharp. I'm sorry, that was my fault. No, it's okay. Well, you're like going, going, going like city girl over there. Like, <laughs> oh, I can, I, I can meet at nine. Like, well, okay. okay. Like, what do you, t- what, tell me, th- tell me about like your typical day as New York City's houseplant stylist. 
Well, so my typical day has just changed. I don't know if you saw my story, but I um, I lost my job today. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. And that's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. So this this podcast came at a good time. I needed something fun to take my mind off of it today. Um. But yeah, so I today was my well yesterday technically was my last day at work. I didn't know that until this morning, but <laughs> um the company that I was working for is essentially downsizing and potentially going out of business, which is unfortunate. Um because I really loved working for them and they were sad to let me go according to them and I believe them. So <laughs> um but before today, my usual day would be, you know, get up, check on everyone. All the green babies, my fur babies. I have two cats. Um, I brush my teeth, come out, feed them, and then I'm working on my computer recruiting. So I was working as a, a financial recruiter, and I would start my my like one. I do one hour of work, make my breakfast, and then I would shoot reels. So <laughs> um, I would like get up at eight a.m start doing a little bit of work. And then around 10, I get like a second wind and I'm like, Ooh, it's time to film. (laughs) Um, And since I work from home, my hours are super flexible. So I would just film from 10 to 11, upload, go back to work. Um, I do sometimes take virtual clients like plant consultations as well, which is really nice. I love doing virtual consults actually. Um, Especially, I don't know if you know what the situation like is in New York right now, but there have been a lot of shootings recently um and i personally hate leaving my house right now so (laughs) i have been doing a lot of virtual work with the plant um styling and consulting wow um i didn't realize that um there have been so many shootings i feel like i'm like living under a rock over here um i don't know what's i mean especially in my neighborhood um i live in a like a a nice quiet family, like a Jewish neighborhood, <laughs> which I don't know if that means anything to you because I, I mean, you're, if you're from Rhode Island, you'd probably know what Jewish neighborhoods are like, but yeah. they're typically very quiet and you know, nothing ever happens because everyone's just got like a thousand kids. Um, and recently there were a couple of shootings here. Some, so one woman got like, you know, something terrible happened to her. I don't want to say it on this podcast because it's gruesome. Mm. Um, but it's, it was very shocking for our neighborhood because stuff like that never happens here. Um, and there have been shootings in Brooklyn on the subway and it's just been kind of like scary to go outside. <laughs> I've actually heard like, and I've seen TikToks that like New York city is not the same city as it was pre pandemic. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. And I born and raised in the city. I'm not like a transplant. So I've seen it in every stage of my life. I've only experienced New York and I've never felt unsafe in New York ever. And like, I've been going to the city to work since I was 16 years old. I've never been scared to take the subway. I've been on the subway late at night, 2am, never been scared. Now I won't even go to the subway in broad daylight if I can avoid it. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's scary. Well, I hope it changes soon because that is not something that you want to live your life in. Um, Yeah. But I guess how so so like throughout the week. Sorry, I think you cut out there for a second. What did you say? Oh, I said, do you have a lot of consults throughout the week? Um, 
usually about two or three. I'll do about two or three, but I haven't been doing as much because I'd been focusing so much on my recruiting work um, because we've been really trying to ramp up, you know, the company and unfortunately we just weren't successful. So I've been kind of like putting all my plant work to the wayside, um, which I think is definitely reflected in my content as well, unfortunately. Um, And it's definitely also made me sad because the reason I started working from home and working part time was so I could do more plant related things for my, you know, my personal business and also just for content creation. And I I feel like I haven't been doing that. Um, And it sucks because um, I love my job, but I'm also the type of person that like I get way too invested in everything that I'm doing (laughs) and I overwhelm myself, but maybe now I have a new opportunity to revamp everything in my life. (laughs) You know, everything happens for a reason. And if you're going to put 100%, 110% into whatever you're doing, I think that is a great personality trait. And regardless of if it makes you feel overwhelmed, you can deal with that. You can, you can, you know, you can deal with the stress and, you know, eventually it's going to work out for you because you have that work ethic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I've been like sitting at home today and like kind of uh, feeling a little down about this. I mean, mostly not because I'm sad that I'm not going to be working anymore because who's ever sad about that. But I'm sad because I have such an expensive life. I mean, I live on my own, completely self-sustaining, and I live in the most expensive city in the country. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just like shaking over here. Like, how am I going to monetize all my social media to the extent where I can afford my lifestyle um, in a month, because that's all I have is a month. And other, otherwise I have to find another job. And I mean, I'm still looking either way, but there's a lot of fear, you know, of like, what if I can't do it? What if, you know, people don't like the content that I put out or no one wants to book consultations anymore all of a sudden. <laughs> right. Right. I, I mean, that's real life. I mean, it's how you survive, right? And it's like that, I think that fear of what could happen, that kind of drives us forward, you know? Yeah. And um, what is it that Kim Kardashian says? Get your ass up and work. And work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been working since I was old enough to have working papers. And... I want to say I'm really tired of working <laughs> and not having enough money. That's how I always feel. Like I never have enough to sustain my life. And I was finally getting to a point where I was like, I have enough. I'm financially secure. <laughs> and then this anvil landed on my head and I'm like, what is going on? Well, I mean, there are other opportunities if, you know, for a new job. Right. And yeah, I feel like you'll get there and you have a great personality too. I mean, we like to let everyone know, like there was no prep for this podcast. Suzanne literally just hopped on and just started (laughs) talking and I felt comfortable because we've gone on lives before and you've just, you know, sustained a conversation for an hour. I think we like one time got kicked off Instagram because we were on there for like the hour limit, but Mm-hmm. I think like your personality definitely plays a big part in like how you can be successful in the, the, the influencing world. Um, Thank you. So you got to just keep your head up and don't get too down. You right. 
I, I am the type of person that I'm like, um, to everyone else, I seem, I guess I seem like I'm not anxious or nervous about the outcome of like what's going to happen. And it kind of seems like I'm just going and doing, but my head is a very scary place <laughs> where I'm constantly anxious and I'm like, what if everyone hates it? <laughs> and it's just the worst. I mean, you're not alone. I mean, I have those same feelings too, and I'm sure that other people do as well. And it's not just about content on social media. A lot of Mm -hmm. those thoughts kind of transcend into different aspects of my life. Right. And it's normal. I mean, some people have more intense feelings than others, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's being human. Yeah. And if you didn't have those feelings, then you'd have an unrealistic view of reality. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I just, you know, on online, when you look at social media, people are always presenting the best parts of their day, the best parts of their lives, the best parts of, of whatever they want to portray, right? Whatever their niche is. The best part of your plant. The best part of your plant. Exactly. Um, and I think that I have always, since the beginning, pushed myself to show the uglier sides of things. Like I'm constantly posting dead plants. I don't know if you, you notice, but (laughs) I'm constantly posting like videos with dead plants in them, pictures with dead plants in them, like, um, update videos where I'm like, well, this thing died. So (laughs) it's reality. Um, Yeah. Sorry. What were you saying? I was going to say, I think there was a trend like within the past like year or so where like people were starting to realize that a lot of things on social media are not 100% real. And Mm -hmm. there was a push to kind of show your dead plant, show your imperfect plant and embrace it because you know what? Everyone else is also struggling. Yeah, it's true. And I think every time I post one of those videos or pictures, I get so many messages of people being like, thank God your plants aren't perfect. And you're like, you work in the field and like, nothing is perfect. That's like amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a human being and I struggle with depression and I, I struggle with also just like being overwhelmed with all of my plants. And sometimes I I kill them. It it happens. And it's not the end of the world. No one's, no one is actually dying. (laughs) And, um, and that's because I'm like giving myself the space to be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. So I'm not going to focus on that and, you know, harm myself in the process. Um, And I think it's important to show people that because there are so many folks that don't want to get into plant care because they're like, I have a black thumb or I can't, I can't keep anything alive. And it's like, well, how many times have you actually tried? Because when I first started, I kill, I don't have a single plant in my collection now that I had when I first started, not one. And I'm proud to say that because I've I've grown, I've learned how to do it now. And I didn't know how to do it before. Um, And I think there's a lot of merit in being bad at something and like working really hard to make yourself good at it. Right. And with every mistake, there's a learning opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's really important to like, not um, beat yourself up because at the end of the day, what's the worst thing that can happen? The plant will die. What are you going to do? You're going to go to the store, buy a new one, try again. You know, that's probably some of the best advice out there. If you kill a plant, go buy another one and try again. Yeah. You can go buy the same one 
if you're persistent and want to be successful. But if you don't like that plant, like like me, if a plant dies, I probably won't go buy another of the same plant because I'm like, eh, whatever. I, I've, I've had it with you. And I'll try yeah. something different. Yeah. That's, I definitely, there's some plants that I will never buy again. Like I tried to make it work with Calatheas and I, I know everyone and their mother says that, but like truly I really tried to make it work. I think I've owned about 12 and every single one has died and I'm just not going to keep doing that. Um, but then on the, uh, the flip side of that, I have the Begonia Maculata, which has been like the bane of my existence since I first got, I'm obsessed with that plant. I think it's so beautiful. And this is my fourth one that I have now and it's been alive for knock on wood, seven months. Very proud of myself. It's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time for me because every time I'd get them, I'd kill them in like a week um, or not a week, like a month. But it's amazing to me that it took me fi- like four times, but I finally got it because I really wanted to get that one. Like I was like, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to get the hang of this plant. <laughs> Right. That's, I, I really like that. And I also can relate to the Calathea story because I too mm-hmm. had many Calatheas and they all slowly die. I only, I only have one left and I'm surprised it's still alive, but um, Which I'm curious. The, the rattlesnake Calathea. So, okay. I have a theory that the rattlesnake Calathea is the best Calathea out of all of them. Cause it's the hardest one to kill. I think everyone that I know that has a successful Calathea is a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. That's the every, only one. Every other one has died. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Um, death by spider mites, death by underwatering, um, death by... Lack of humidity, death by tap water. You tap water. It. Oh, my God, tap water. <laughs> they hate tap water. I don't know the tap water situation in Florida, but New York tap water is technically clean enough to drink by whatever FDA standards or whatnot. I personally don't drink it because I'm a bougie bitch, so I have a Brita. But all my <laughs> all my plants get tap water, and if and this is my philosophy: if my plants can't survive with tap water, that plant isn't for me, and I just don't buy it again. Same. I mean, our tap water is super hard, so it's very limey, and there's a lot of calcium. Yeah. Um. A lot of times I'll get like buildup on the soil or the side of the pot. Um, and I know some plants don't like it. I know like the anthuriums and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, they, they say don't use tap water, but I haven't had any issues. Me either. I have a very successful anthurium that only gets tap water. Um, and she's fine. She's living. And you know what? If she's not fine, she's not for me because I'm not about to be the one to go out and get distilled water for my plants. These are not supposed to be something that is like a hindrance on my life. I want the plants to enhance my life and like be fun for me. And I feel like if I have to jump through too many hoops, I'm not having fun. Right. Right. Um, (laughs) I do have to admit sometimes if I'm at the grocery store, I will buy like a jug of water and like you can reuse the water to water your plants. Like, a one mm-hmm. gallon of water for me will go a long way because I will just put a bowl under it mm-hmm. and just like drain, you know, have have it drain into the bowl and it's clear. It's not like, um, you know, the soil is bad or anything. So no, I'll just, smart. you know, do that until it's gone and, you know, um, you know, that, that'll prolong the calcium buildup in the soil for a little bit. But for the most part, they're getting tap water. Yeah. I mean, I think. 
I think some people, they find joy in all of the extra things they can do for their plants, like the fancy foods or like putting them on like interesting supports and trellises. I am not that girl. I'm not a material girl when it comes to that. Material (laughs) girl. Material girl. No, it's not me. (laughs) Um, I really am all about like the lowest maintenance. And I think that's just simply because like, I just want it to look beautiful. I don't want to have to work too hard for it. There are some things that I do enjoy. Like I do enjoy doing little propagation experiments and trying different mediums. That's stuff I really do enjoy. But if I have to like go and get special stuff for a plant, it starts to feel like an exotic pet. And (laughs) it's just not for me. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be the girl with an iguana in her house or like a bearded dragon because it's too much work. Same with my plants. Like, I want you to be easy and functional and beautiful, and I don't want you to ever look crispy or ugly, so I'm just going to do whatever I can to make that work for me. Right. And, I mean, I I feel like the IKEA greenhouse cabinet is, like, mm-hmm. kind of like that, but at the same time, it's, like, a statement piece. Yeah. Um, and it's fun, too. I'm like, ooh, I get to, like, you know, rearrange the cabinet and, like, you know, I have a new plant, so I'm going to spend some time, you know um, – fixing the shelves or kind of setting up a new like uh pegboard accessory um so that's fun but a lot of the plants that live in my ikea greenhouse cabinet can survive outside of my screened in patio because i live in florida and the humidity is like 100 percent all the time yep yep i've always wanted an ikea to make an ikea greenhouse cabinet but in my current space i just don't have anywhere that it would look nice And so I haven't been able to get one. But ever since I started on Instagram, my biggest goal is to have one of those. I think eventually when I'm in like my forever home, I'm going to like get like a bunch of those like um, big, the the tall ones. I don't know what they're freaking called. I can't say anything in Swedish, but yeah, the mills. (laughs) Exactly. I want to get like a stack of three of them, put them all side by side and fill it with plants. And that'll be fun for me. Um, but at the same time, I've had clients that have, uh, when I do plant sitting that have cabinets, those greenhouse cabinets and the amount of maintenance that goes into it. I swear to God, if I ever have to do a plant sitting where there is an Ikea cabinet, I'm going to charge extra for a maintenance fee because it's so much work. It's okay. It's really not that bad. And I feel like I've gone on vacations for extended periods of time Mm -hmm. and like my usual vacation is probably like four nights or something like that. But, um. I have someone stay at the house with the dogs and I say, don't touch my plants. I watered all of them. They're fine. Don't touch them. Okay. So tell me how you set it up. Cause maybe the way they had it set up was like incorrect. Like they didn't have any weather stripping in there or anything. So the humidity would never stay in the cabinet. Um, Oh, I remember you. I remember you were house sitting when we went live and you're like, do I buy this person a humidifier? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It was so bad. I was making like little sphagnum moss trays to like keep the humidity up in there. But I would have had to go every single day to keep the humidity up because it was winter. The apartment was dry AF because of the heaters. And it's an old, you know, New York City apartments, the radiators, it's not central heat. Like it's from a big metal thing in the middle of the room that makes the entire place like a furnace. And so everything's hot. (laughs) And um I mean, I honestly felt like the plants were getting more damaged in the cabinet than they would have been outside of it, um, which was stressing me out. (laughs) Um, 
So uh, my solution is, so I have a white Millsville cabinet and mm. I only use, uh, so I use white electrical tape on the sides of the doors uh-huh. and that keeps the humidity at like 75%. Okay, cool. But you have to have like a substantial amount of plants in there, right? Um, I have a, I have a decent, I mean, I have three layers, okay, three racks and you know what? When you water the plants too, like the the water increases the humidity, right? But it doesn't ever drop below like sixty five percent. Yeah, and also that? the humidity in my house doesn't drop below fifty five percent. So that also helps. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure living in Florida helps also, of course. Right, right. Um, I mean, we have special AC units here, mm-hmm. like in my house where I can control the humidity percentage. Oh, that's awesome. So like if I wanted less, a less humid environment, I could make that happen. Or if I wanted it to be more humid, I could just change that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. um, But New York city is different and anywhere where you experience winter, you're going to have a less humid environment. So it's going to be a little bit trickier. Um, So um, I want to go back to your comment earlier. You said that you just don't have a spot where it would look good in your current home environment and i think that's false because no matter where you put it i think it would look good because it's a statement piece well it's not okay so it's not that it wouldn't necessarily look good but i think it just personally wouldn't fit the vibe that i'm going for in this apartment fair because i i don't have any metal pieces everything or glass Everything I have is wood, and I have a lot of different colors of wood, different finishes. Um, I'm a real, I really am very into wood. So, and I know that if I had like a wooden cabinet, probably even, no matter how much um, weatherproofing I do, it'll probably get rot. moldy yeah. and rot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, I although I do want one, I think that if I had like a dedicated plant room, I think in that space, I would be able to do it, but I live in a one bedroom apartment and, um, I just, in my head, I can't find a place where I would want to move something else to make space for that specifically. And at this point in my plant journey, I also don't have enough plants to fill that thing with. (laughs) I would have to buy a lot more plants. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) I agree. Um, you know what I've been doing? I have been so okay. Before I go there, I want to get this thought out. Mm-hmm. You gave me an idea by saying that you really like wood, and the mm-hmm. cabinet wouldn't match your aesthetic. So I wonder if there's anyone out there, if there's anyone listening, that could create some type of um like template or like um uh the word is escaping me, but like. Mm-hmm a wooden frame that you could like adhere to the outside of like the, the frame oh, to give yeah. it a different texture. That would be cool. I'm seeing what you're saying. I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> uh, like, like instead of having like the white frame, you'd have like, um, like a piece of plastic that you could like clip on that would look like wood. Yeah. Like a facade. A wood facade. Yeah. Um, I'm not explaining this as I am seeing it in my head. I but think that, like, have you seen those glasses where you can clip on new frames to them to make that, them? That, that is exactly that. 
Exactly yeah. that. <laughs> I have a golf cart and we have um we like there there's armrests on each side of the golf cart and there's mm-hmm. like this piece of plastic that is it's silver and it's clipped onto the black part. So sometimes if I like bump into the golf cart it'll like pop off. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so like that's kind of like what I'm like going with. Kind of like a like an overlay. Oh. Someone just commented actually and they said, "Oh, it's Zach. Hey Zach. Um it says you could cut and stick on wood vinyl." What? Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Smart. Where did you see that comment? Um in the comment section. <laughs> like the little in our room. It's like a picture of us and then there's a little icon that looks like chat boxes and there's like a, a couple of comments in there. I only see one there. I only oh. see the one from um IKEA greenhouse cabinet from Robin 32 minutes ago. I don't see any other ones. Oh, rude. I can see them. <laughs> um they're all from Zach and the first one he sent says uh plant memory is so cool. It really makes you think what it means to have cognition. And then I guess when we were talking about the plant cells, he said osmosis, <laughs> um, which is, I guess, what happens when the cells. Extend. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tenth grade biology is coming back to me, flooding yeah. back to me. <laughs> um, and then he said you could cut and stick on wood vinyl. And then you said, hey. <laughs> OK. Yeah, I can't. Oh, oh, and they just came. I, now I see them. I, I left our chat and then now they came back. It's refreshing. Yes. OK. <clears throat> Yeah, or maybe like, man, we need to get, like get this into production, like ASAP. Yeah, and you could I even could. go with like a smaller cabinet, and this idea could come to life, and you could um, patent it, and then we could um, go from there. You you heard it here first. Yeah, no one steal our idea. <laughs> All ten of you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when this gets published, it's going to reach more than 10 people, so... I know! Crap! <laughs> <laughs> no one steal our idea! <laughs> Alright, I need to go fill out uh, a, 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 a trademark application. Patent pending. Pat- <laughs> patent. <laughs> a patent application, not a trademark. Oh my god. It's going to be um, a picture of us standing next to a fake wood Ikea greenhouse cabinet, um, just smiling like a Chandler from Friends when he can't take a picture. Do you know what oh, I'm yeah. talking Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, except it's going to be, um, it's going to have like cool names and they're going to be like, cus- like pieces that just like arrive in parts and you snap them together and then you just snap them on. David, you have to stop talking about this because someone's going to steal our freaking idea. <laughs> I mean, there's people out there that make custom shelves. Um, yeah. Like Emma from Good Growing. That, uh, Emma at Good Growing, excuse me. I had her on the other week. She has a custom shelf uh, like with Good Growing chiseled into it. That's so cool. Right, and it looks so much better than my freaking wire shelves. That's so cool. I think that like the stuff that people come up with and especially, I don't know if I'm only noticing it since 2020, but since 2020, the amount of creativity that's pouring out of the pandemic. Have you noticed that? Is that just me? 
No, I mean, like, you have these plastic mats and you have, like, all these little, like, tools and stuff that people are selling, which is really mm-hmm. unique. And I love supporting them. And yeah. I'm like, man, I wish I came up with that idea. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not this creative genius? I mean, I, you know what? I also have a lot of, like, these crazy ideas in my head, like, you know, little inventions. And then the next week I'll be like, someone has already invented that. <laughs> <laughs> You just need to keep a running list in case you never come across it. And then you're like, I need to invent this. Literally. <laughs> I I mean, something as stupid as a bowl. I mean, I posted a TikTok a few weeks ago of like me mm-hmm. um, repotting a cutting <clears throat> in a big like baking bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and multiple people were like, oh, my God, using a bowl. I never thought of that. That's genius. I know. <laughs> So I have had a few thoughts of like, should I just get like a little tea set and like plant a bunch, like make like drill little drainage holes in the teacups and make like a little tea set with plants and like how cute that would be. But then I saw that someone else has done it (laughs) and I was like, never mind. (laughs) Well, who cares if someone else has done it? You can do it too. Okay. Wait. So can we talk about this one thing for a second? Yeah. So, Okay. You know how we have all these trend videos, obviously, like, trendy audios that, you know, plant people will take them and, like, make them into plant-related trends? I think I know what you're going to say. Okay. So, so many times I'll make a video and, like, not know that someone else has already used this trend audio. And then I'll get a bunch of comments of, like, you copied this creator. And you know what? There are instances where people copy creators. That's definitely true. But this eight-second trendy sound that i use that like there's only a very limited number of things that i could have used the sound for and it happened to be the same as someone else's and then you feel like oh my god should i delete my video because people are gonna think i copied them but that's like the fear that i have with everything i post because i'm always afraid someone's already had the idea and that someone's gonna think i copied them even though i never saw their video before I'm having anxiety now just thinking about it. <laughs> right. And well, you know what? There's only so many topics of about plants you can post. Right. So right? it's like like if I see a trending sounds and I can't think of anything creative that will also be catchy about plants. Like cause you don't want to be too broad where other people will do it too. Yeah. If that makes sense. Exactly. Um No, that's exactly so, the process. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, if it's too easy, I'm like, nope, I, I nope, nope. Like, I think like one out of every 10 like sounds that I save, I actually end up using. Oh, same. I have like a list in my saved folder, obviously, of all these audios. And I will go through all of the videos daily just to make sure that the idea I have in my head hasn't already been done. And that takes up at least an hour and a half of my time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You Okay, that's too much time <laughs> i'm neurotic i don't want to be accused of stealing because this is the thing is like i personally would never want to you know do something that someone else has done not right, because right. any shame in doing the same thing but because i don't want anyone to misconstrue yeah and think that i've copied like either a smaller creator or anyone else because it's happened to me where someone actually did copy my work of a very creative idea that i had and when I reached out to them privately about it, they were like, oh, haha, great minds think alike. But like, it obviously was not an, a, a case of great minds think alike. And I always have that in the back of my head of like, I don't ever want to make anyone feel like that. 
<laughs> so right. ridiculous. And I think that's also why I have stopped posting as much content because when the, when the community becomes more saturated, things become less original. That's just what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. You obviously probably don't, uh, don't follow like the beauty community on YouTube or on TikTok or whatever, but eventually people are going to overlap because if there's so many people in the community, there are going to, there's going to be overlap in ideas. Um, and the beauty community in like 2020, probably 2010, 2011 was really small. And every idea seemed like a brand new idea. And then all of a sudden it looks like everyone's copying each other, but that's just because they're running out of original stuff. You know, like there's only a certain amount of original thoughts that you can have before people start having the same one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. You did a good job explaining that. And I think where we're headed now is using trending audios, especially on Instagram and just like doing stuff with your plants, like, like mimic like you like using a um an audio where you're talking or if it's just like where you're dancing or whatever um and that is really just like um kind of like right now where we're at or a lot of times it's like um where you have a sound and like you you write the caption that's the trend Mm -hmm. or something about Mm -hmm. plants um it's kind of like shifted from like tips. Now it's more like entertaining about plants. Right. Exactly. And we're like, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I feel like the narrative now on reels is shifting too, where people don't want to see that as much anymore. Well, what do you think people want to see right now? Please enlighten me so I can. This is the thing. (laughs) I'm not sure. So, okay. Can we agree that Instagram reels is very different than TikTok? A hundred percent. Okay. I, I won't cross post many of my, po- my, my, many of my videos. Yeah. So same here. The only ones that I can cross post is when I do projects because those do equally well across both platforms, but the little trendy clips and like pointing videos where it's like an audio and you're pointing at the screen or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't do that on TikTok. It's not going to fly. People are not going to like that. Um, and on Instagram, I feel like people don't have this attention span for long form content like they do on TikTok. Not, don't get me wrong. Of course, the long form content on TikTok is still short form, but it's like micro content on Instagram. And I find it's it, chaotic. It's chaotic. As, yes, exactly. And I have a really hard time finding interesting things to say in seven seconds over and over and over again. Same. <laughs> That's why it's just sounds and you not using your voice or even the text overlay. It's like, what am I going to freaking post? Like, okay, take care of this plant or blah, blah. I, I just get, well, that's why you turn to your, your caption. Yeah, exactly. And, but this is the problem now is that people's attention span is getting so short that they don't even have the, the desire to sit and read through the caption a lot of the times. So what I'm noticing is for me, all the videos that are doing well are really my big projects. Like when I do a terrarium build or I'm building a plant wall or I'm hanging something up in my apartment, that's crazy. And it's not sustainable for me. Like I personally, I I don't have the capacity to do that many projects in a rental unit. <laughs> um, 
And I also, it's exhausting. Filming those videos is a, is a one to four hour process, depending on the project. Editing is another two to three hours, depending on how much content you want to use. Um, adding the text, adding the music, doing the voiceover. Overall, I would say for me, because I'm a perfectionist, I'm crazy. I put at least eight to 10 hours of work into those videos. And if I had to post that every day, I would just, I would not be able to sustain it at all. Right. So what's the balance there? Are you going to just post like four second videos, five second videos with trending sounds and just make it about plants, but then you're worried about other plant influencers doing the same thing and potentially, you know, being called out. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, what, what is that balance? And what is, what is the new side of plant influencing? I guess plant creating plant content creation. Right. So what I'm hearing now from like those, you know, reels gurus, you know who I'm talking about, right? Those people. Yeah. Yeah. To do to go viral. (laughs) That one guy, that one guy that always shows up. Brock. Yeah. About Brock Johnson. I love that guy. (laughs) Yeah. He's great. He, I don't know how he does it. He posts like five, six times a day. This guy is like a machine. Um, Well, he says he posts like eight, he makes like eight reels in an hour. I'm like, Dude, but how did you do what? that? I, it couldn't be me because I, today's reel that I posted, the 30 second reel of me lip syncing to that fucking song, sorry again for the cursing, took me an entire hour because I had to keep reshooting it because I'm so uncoordinated. <laughs> well, lip syncing on Instagram is like my worst nightmare because the sound is off when yes. you start the video. And so. It's always delayed and it takes multiple shoots to actually get it right. And I lose yep. patience. Yep. I I have screamed at my phone a few times in my apartment and my cats will just sit there and stare at me like, mommy, what's going on? And I'm just like, I'm having a meltdown, baby. Please leave me alone. <laughs> right. I, oh, I do have to say, though, there was one, um, the I think one of my most recent like TikTok towns sounds was from I'm a, I'm a big Bravo fan. So mm-hmm. I love incorporating housewives content into, okay. <laughs> into my, my plant content and housewives and Taylor Swift and survivors sometimes. But, uh, <laughs> um, so okay, they're planned out of PV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> real house out of PV. That was my original TikTok name. I missed that. TikTok. I thought that was a good handle. It was, but I needed to be consistent across all platforms, so I had to change right, it. Right, right, um, But anyway, so uh, Salt Lake City Reunion came on, and there was a clip going viral on TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, the yes or no. Uh, let me think about how I want to answer that. And then it cuts to someone else saying, it's yes or no. So I brought that over from TikTok as like an original audio. And people have been using it. There's like 450 videos of people using that sound. Yeah. Um, so I feel like how can I get more of those from like TikTok or like how can how can you make an original sound that people use and make more videos of? I genuinely – so when Reels first started – it was easier because there were no trending sounds. Do you remember that time? That was a good time. <laughs> yeah, because all my videos were doing really freaking well. I know. I 
literally, I would get like 4,000 likes every single video. It was like, boom, boom, boom. And they were all my sounds. I would like film it on TikTok and then upload it on Instagram. And it was like, chef's kiss. Now I'm here sitting for an hour scrolling for this trending audio. I'm one of five fucking thousand videos. No one wants to watch my video. (laughs) Right. I'm like, what is going on? And I'm sitting at home and I'm like, I'm a 26 year old woman. And this, <laughs> this is my career path. This is what I'm doing. I'm sitting here doing market research, scrolling through Instagram reels. Like, it's just hilarious. Like, looking at my life from the outside, I, I do that a lot. I try to look at my life as an outsider. And I'm like, it's ridiculous. Like, 20 years ago, people would have been like, what the hell is this world? <laughs> like, what is happening? I mean, it's a legit source of income, so... Yeah. It is. Um, I mean, people survive, people make a living off of it, so, you know, it's 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 the way that society is changing. Um, but to your point... You have to use the trending sounds because you yeah. know sometimes I use a trending sound and it immediately pops off, yep. and then it just like stops. Yep, because you know it's like trending yeah. Anymore. Um, I don't know. There was one time I posted a reel and I got like thirty thousand views in literally like three minutes. Wow! But then, but then it like didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it happens. I mean, I. I haven't had a viral video in a long time, which I'm fine with because I still go viral on TikTok sometimes. And, um, but I post way more rarely on there because I feel like the content that I enjoy posting there takes me a lot more time to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but with reels, I always feel like I'm just, hi- I'm hitting just enough, um, just enough for it to make sense in the algorithm with my amount of followers or whatever. But I'm never, I feel like I'm not reaching new people, which is, I don't know. How do I reach new people? I want to, I want new people. <laughs> I want to add new people. I don't want all new people. <laughs> want, right. Right. I want to add them. And, um, and I'm just like struggling with how to, how to grow with reels at this point, because I feel like nothing I do is really hitting it, which I don't know if it's just, you know, like, the algorithms working out as kinks or if I'm just like really bad at content right now, like I don't know what it is. I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I feel like I also get exhausted. I go in like content waves and then I just get exhausted. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like doing anything. Yeah. Same. And I feel like those people that are like, just batch your content and make like 30 videos in one day. I'm like, what are you, what are you putting in your coffee? Is it actual cocaine? Because it, that's, it's not doing it for me. I can film a maximum of four videos in one day before I'm burnt out for the week. Literally the week. Like, uh, yeah. like <laughs> uh, I actually, like my goal today, I was like, okay, I'm going to like, after my, after working, after going to my workout, I'm going to go home, clean the house and make content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made zero content. I, yeah. I guess this is, this is content, right? We're, this is content. Been, We're content. This is content right now, but like 
it's a different kind of content. It's easy content. There's no editing involved. There's no like refilming and finding trending sounds. It's it's just talking. But um, yeah. I, I just get like so caught up with like what sound am I going to use and and is it going to work and uh, I don't know. It's it's stressful sometimes. You should put a caption on if when you post this on like on your Insta- on your on your feeds. Um, mm-hmm. You should tell people to take a shot every time we say the word content because um, they'll have a really good night. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, especially if they last this long. Oh my gosh! Content, 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 content. You know today's Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, Cinco de Drinko. <laughs> yeah, so take a shot of tequila. Yes. Every time we say content. Content, 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 content. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting blitzed at home right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh. Well, I can't believe we've been talking for like an hour and over an hour. Yeah. This always happens to us. I know. I enjoy our banter. <laughs> I enjoy yours. I feel like um, do you remember when our first live together and I was so surprised at like how easy you were to talk to just because <laughs> in your videos, you would always talk like <laughs> such an educator. You're like, this is a ficus elastica. <laughs> <laughs> Am I still like that in my videos? No, you're not. You, you've, you've changed a little bit. And like, I'm, I'm kind of living for, I loved your persona, like the teacher persona that you yeah. were doing. But I was shocked that you didn't speak like that on the live. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised how well we were able to converse because I was like, what if, what if I'm like not going to be able to like match his energy? But we, we always vibe really well. Yeah, no, we do. And I think it's, it's, it's funny because it goes back to your earlier point about everything that you post on social media isn't always reality and it's not the truth. I'm sitting here with like, um, you know, I'm making my videos with a microphone attached to my beard and (laughs) I'll like, sometimes like when I film in the TikTok app, I'll like, you know, I'll record something and John will be like, I hate your stupid video voice. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like all these people on TikTok like know my voice and like know how I come off, but they don't know like m- the real me. You know, they right. know me and I like they know me on social media. I'm putting on an image. Um, I try. I'm I'm like fun professionals is you know what you can call it. Yeah, you are. I think that you have it down like to a T. Like you have a personality online, and I. I'm a train wreck on the internet. It's what I am. No, I, you're not. Oh my God. I think I am a little bit of a mess. Like I don't ever, I don't have like a, there's not an internet Suzanne. And then like a life Suzanne, like it's just, here's the shit show. Enjoy. <laughs> well, no, I have to say, I think that you do a really good job of like, like portraying your bubbly personality. Oh, thank you on all of your reels and 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 your content and i think it's like you come off as like fun and just like like heartwarming and like your personality shines through i mean if you compare to me like an educate like you're like a you basically called me like a boring educator uh no i i did not use the word boring because i actually really enjoy your videos (laughs) um but it just like reminds me of like you, you know like bill nye the science guy 
Yes. He's not Bill Nye the science guy when he goes and sleeps with his wife. Like, then he's Bill Nye, whoever. But you have, like, you are, you know, PV plant guy. Like, that's who you are uh, online. And I kind of envy that a little bit because I think that it you can probably separate, like, your personal life from your content a little more. Um, and I think that I... I don't get too personal online ever really because I'm a little bit of a private person in some aspects, but in terms of my personality, like what you see is what you get. All I'm always like that. Like I'm always kind of like weird and funky and like silly in my real life online. I don't have like a, like Suzanne Zerkiev online is Suzanne Zerkiev, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, that's, I, that's authentic. You think it's authentic? Yeah, I guess it is. But it's only because I can't do anything else. <laughs> it's like, I don't have any other option. Like, it's just what it is. But I think that's what sets you apart. Oh, And thanks. it's your, you know, it's your, your it's, it's everyone. So you can't just be another person, another basic plant person. You have to like have, you have to just make yourself distinct from other people. And I feel like you do a good job doing that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm not very good at compliments, but that was a nice one. Yeah, especially in a in a you know in a Instagram reel full of twenty five thousand users using one sound. Like, yeah, you know, I feel like you're definitely like distinct enough to some of the other people that are just like posting lip sync content without their lips being synced. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know what I do? My little trick for syncing myself with the um, with the audio is I'll start saying whatever the audio is as it as soon as the countdown says one, like before the audio starts, and that's always worked for me. Yeah, that's yep. That's what you have to do. You have to start saying it before because the bar is moving, and then the sound comes on, and you're like, "Wait, what? Yeah, what just happened." This is where my memory skills come into very good play. <laughs> yes. Um, especially for those longer ones. Oh, my God. I, I have to do them like five times. It's a nightmare. There was one audio that I remember. I don't know if you. It's it was a while ago, really long while ago. It's like breaking news. I just did something and forgot what I was doing and then did it again or whatever. It was a long one. Um, and I had to refilm it. I, I'm not joking. 33 times i counted how many times i had to reshoot it oh my god you've counted i i was curious how long it would take me because (laughs) it was like a 10 second audio and there was no way to break it up like you have to say it all in one string and i had never heard that audio before the day i decided to film it so i didn't have time to practice it in my head do you know what i mean yeah uh yeah i mean usually (laughs) i just find an audio and write it down and then I oh, will smart. try to measure it, like, right then, but I won't, like, <laughs> I feel like you put so much effort into making, like, you practice an audio a day before you make, oh my gosh. I just, like, try and do it in, like, 20 minutes, and I'm like, if I can't do this right now, I'm out. This is why I get burnt out so easily, and, like, I I need to find more efficient ways to make my content, because... I feel like so far I'm just doing it the hardest way possible. <laughs> like it seems like why is it taking me so long to film these like 30 second, 20 second little clips? 
<sighs> Stressing myself out, man. I don't know. Um, so there's this one phrase, mm. and it goes, work smarter, not harder. Yes, I know the phrase. Thanks. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you I just, can't do that. Maybe you just need to hear it again. <laughs> this is the thing. I definitely try, but because I... I get in my head a lot too when I film. And if I don't feel like my mouth moved the perfect way or like my hand movement wasn't perfect, like I will refilm the clip over and over until I feel like it's perfect. Um, it's my fatal flaw. I just, because when you're being perceived all the time online, I never thought that I would be able to make video content when I started social media. I always thought that I would stick to just posting pictures on Instagram because reels wasn't a thing. Right. When I started. Um, and when it, that became the only way, when TikTok and Reels became the only way to grow, I had to suck it up and get used to being on camera in motion. And that was really hard for me um, because I've never had to do that before. I think my parents, when I was younger, after the age of like six or eight, I stopped letting them take videos of me. I started getting shy and embarrassed. And I've never really seen myself in videos, so it was really weird for me to have to film myself and then watch it back and hear my voice. Um, <laughs> I was like, ew, do I sound like that? Yes, the whole voice thing. It yeah. took me a while to get over it. I'm like, that's what I sound like. Yeah. And then now my husband makes fun of me because like, are you watching your, your own videos over and over again? And I'm like, I'm trying to get ideas and feedback. Yeah. You're like, I'm desensitizing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. I'm like, oh my God. But it's, um, it was a really big hurdle for me to overcome. And I think obviously not just for me. I think anyone that has gotten into content creation that didn't know that would be a part of their, you know, a part of their um, repertoire has to get used to being on video. And I'm still not used to it. I'm, I'm, I'll tell you that. Like, I'm still... Uh, uncomfortable sometimes and I'm still like oh like why did I make that face like do I make that face in person (laughs) 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 do I make that face when I talk in real life um you know what I've I've actually gotten used to seeing myself like only in selfie mode so like when I look (laughs) at a picture I'm like why do I look like if someone takes a picture of me or if I film like with like the regular camera I'm like why do I look weird I'm like this is what people see me as yeah like why does my face look like it's on wrong that's that's how I feel I'm like what is going on I almost never use my back camera either because I'm like this that's not me who's that Yeah, and when I do, I'm like, oh man, this is not good. Yeah, but I know you. I I think you look fine in all your videos. Um, but I also have never seen you in person, to be fair. So maybe I'm wrong. Oh yeah, we still <laughs> haven't met in person. We will eventually, I'm sure. We'll have to do like a planty meetup with everyone, either down in Florida or up here. Yes. Um, well, I was supposed to meet you guys. No, I was supposed to go to New York in February. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't swing it because of, like, COVID. And then we were going away. We had, like, two other trips that we were obligated to go on. And that was the one that we just, like, had to cut. Um, and then you guys invited me to the Friendsgiving one that I just couldn't yeah. make it to. Um, 
but we still we're gonna stay at hotel one and i think we still have credits there because they they wouldn't refund us but they're like we'll just give you credit so like we have to go back to new york and use those credits it's just a matter of like when yeah well perfect that means you have to hang out with us yeah um (laughs) i just need to pick a date i decided that we're gonna go on a european vacation sometime in july Ooh, fun where are you going um i think we're gonna do like the french riviera so like nice saint-tropez um and then we can do like monaco and i don't know how they they say like it's not cons i don't know oh c-a-n-n-e-s i don't know how you say it in french i never took french i thought it was ken ken well i don't know i learned i don't know i took french for 10 years and i don't know I'm like, when it comes to French, I'm literally an idiot. I can't believe that I have 10 years of French lessons under my belt. And all I can say is, je m'appelle Suzanne, comment ça va? Je ne sais pas français. Like, that's it. Yeah, I know je ne sais pas. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Oh, and I also know the, what's it? Um, That phrase that everyone says. Bonjour. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, bonjour. That's the one. No. Um, uh, je suis la jeune vie. <laughs> There's one phrase that people say, like the um, je, no, je, je ne sais quoi, the I don't know what. Oh, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, when they say she has a certain je ne sais quoi, it means I don't know what. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, they say that a lot in fashion. It has a certain je ne sais quoi. Huh. Um. I'm going to have to brush up. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not the one to help you, but um, I'm actually on Duolingo right now learning German. So um, I, and it's been really fun. And actually I feel like I'm really learning. So if you want to brush up on your French, Duolingo is a great app actually. Um, it is because I was doing it. I was brushing up on my Spanish before we went to Mexico mm-hmm. and it really helped. I was I like, Oh my God, it. it's all coming back to me. It's so much fun. I honestly, I love it. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm totally going to do French because the French people think Americans are rude and apparently like you're supposed to say bonjour to like every like shop that you walk into and if you don't like they think you're rude. So you oh, just like say hi to everyone. When I was in Paris, I literally felt like the dumbest person alive because <laughs> I didn't know how to say anything in French and they do not speak English and they don't want to. Like they don't want to accommodate you and speak English to you, so um, and I was staying in like, not in like a, in a hotel, I was staying in an Airbnb and there were no American people around except for me and my friend. And I was like, wow, this is really, <laughs> this is really different for me. I should have learned some French before I came here. <laughs> um, Zach said, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Oh yeah. People say that a lot too. What does that mean? Uh, such as life. Okay, because I'm getting that confused with Carpe Diem, which is Seize the Day. Yeah, and that's also Latin. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, wasn't there a song? Say la vie. Uh, probably. You say you won't. Say you do. Say la vie. Yeah, it was like a 90s song. Oh, I think it's coming to me. That sounds like something my mom would have listened to. Yeah, I was it in the movie Smart House? Oh, I remember the movie Smart House, but I was also really young when I watched that. 
Oh yeah, because you're a few. I'm I'm 31, so you're like five years younger than me. Yeah, but I do remember that movie Smart House. Um, but I don't remember any of the. I was like four or five when I saw that movie. Yeah, see, I'm a big like Disney Channel original movie. Oh yeah, I love Disney original movies. Um, I want to get Disney Plus so I can start watching like refresh. You know. Yeah, I need to cancel my Disney Plus membership because I I keep seeing it appear in my bank account and I'm like I never watched this. <laughs> <laughs> but I like like having it just in like knowing that like I can access it but I don't in like In case you what... get a hankering for Disney? Yeah, but I never do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh John's not really a Disney fan. I mean, I like it from a nostalgia perspective. Like, if I don't, like, I don't know, if I just want to watch, like, something childish, I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I can throw it on, but I, that never happens, so. Yeah. I need to get my $9 a month canceled. Oh, my God, $9 a month, and you don't use it? Yeah, I know. Find a use for it. Give it to a child. I should donate. I, we, oh, my God, that's another idea. Could you donate a streaming membership? I feel like if you just give them your login, <laughs> it's like... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, isn't that like a good like Christmas gift? Like I'm going to gift you like a year's worth of Disney Plus. I think that would be a really sweet gift for a kid. Like someone that's or like an adult that's very into Disney movies because Disney adults are a thing. Um I know. <laughs> personally, it couldn't be me, but respects all. It's just not my cup of tea. Um I love you know those like the older Disney movies. Um, I I just don't think I could ever like sit and you know be like wow, Disney is my life. Um, I uh, no judgment. I mean, I like going to Disney. Um, I like riding mm-hmm. roller coasters. I want to go to Cedar Point and ride all the roller coasters. I'm more of an adrenaline junkie than like uh than a Disney like, adult. Yeah, or, like, when I go to Universal, I just, like, go for all of the thrill rides. I feel like Universal is fun. Um, I've been to the Universal Studios in California, and that, to me, felt like more of just, like, a, an adventure park than a to. It didn't feel oh, so yeah. as themed as um, as Disneyland or World do. Uh, the the Universal here is like mm-hmm. pretty fire, and they have some fire rides, like the new Hagrid, Hagrid's roller coaster, the Hagrid's motorcade, whatever is really cool. Mm-hmm. And they just opened the Velociraptor coaster. Oh, that sounds cool! I I wish I was into roller coasters, man. I um I wish that I I think I'm like adrenaline repellent. Like I'm afraid of the feeling of adrenaline coursing through your body. It gives me the shakes, man. Like. <laughs> Whenever I know I'm about to go on like a fast ride, or even if the car goes like above eighty miles an hour, I'm like, "Whoa, Nelly!" <laughs> I mean, what? What? You don't get adrenaline when you click share when you're posting a reel? No, not anymore. Desensitized. <laughs> <laughs> just throw um, it up there, whatever. Get it out of here. Yeah. No adrenaline. But I just, I, I think for me, like, uh, fast motion is very scary. I realized recently that I have a really big issue with control in some aspects of my life. And I think especially the aspects of like the quality of my life. Um, (laughs) So like, I don't like to go fast. Like I'm not the type of person that like wants to like 
I don't know, go on speedy rides or like even if the car is going too fast, I'm uncomfortable. Um, but that doesn't apply to water rides. I don't know why, but I freaking love water rides. You don't go fast I, on water rides. You go f- faster than when you're walking. <laughs> That's pretty fast. But slower than a roller coaster. Yeah, slower than a roller coaster. It also feels smoother. I feel like roller coasters are really jolty and um, you just feel so off balance. Like you're just like being thrown in every which direction. Um, and I don't know why. It's just I can't um, I can't do it. It's too much. I get so overwhelmed. <laughs> But it looks like so much fun from a distance. I'm like, wow, I wish I could be one of those screaming people on a roller coaster. But as soon as I get, I actually fainted on a roller coaster once. Oh, so you have PTSD. Well, I'm not afraid of them. I'll go on one. It was, it was, do you know that ride that's like, it's like a a stick that goes up into the air. It's like a shaft. And there are a bunch of you sitting in a straight row and you go up the shaft really slowly really slowly and you think it's not going to be that bad and then all of a sudden when you're at the tippy top it just drops you with full force towards oh, the ground yeah like um yes yes yeah that's the, the, the free fall the free fall ones yes that's the one i passed out on <laughs> i mean it makes sense because yeah that makes sense <laughs> um they had to stop the ride and take me off where was it <laughs> I don't remember. I was maybe I think it was in a Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Um, I was probably about eight years old or something. Or maybe I was maybe it wasn't there. Um, there was a tra- a traumatizing roller coaster ride that I did go in Hershey Park. And the the scary part was that I went on it thinking that from the outside it looked like a very calm, easy ride. Um <laughs> and then once we get on it. Uh, my dad said that I didn't stop screaming the entire time I was on the ride. So you're just not built for adrenaline. <laughs> no, not me. I honestly feel like um, adrenaline makes me feel sick. And he's my dad's a huge adrenaline junkie. He skydives. He's a scuba diver, actually. Um, he uh, goes on these crazy scuba trips where he like will feed sharks and swim with eels and Galapagos tortoises. And, like, all those crazy underwater things. Um, and he loves it. He lives for it. Um, he just, I don't know. He, he loves the adrenaline. Me, personally, I would sooner crawl into a hole to my own death than go, go and do one of those things. It scares the bejesus out of me. Well, um, so, I guess we're never going to a theme park together. Well, we can go to Splish Splash. <laughs> you don't sound excited about that. <laughs> Not enough adrenaline for me. Um, yeah, I think that's that's not going to be in the cards for... I, I will go and uh, bring a lot of sunscreen and wait in all the lines for you. But <laughs> I won't go on Oh, anymore. perfect. Okay, okay. You can just wait in the line. I'm going to go on one ride, and you can wait in line <laughs> yeah. for another ride, and I can just come and meet you, and then we'll swap. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Perfect. Um, and you can just buy me churros. Uh, okay. That, that'll be my compensation. <laughs> I'm, 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 do- I'm down. I love churros, so I may <laughs> like buy more than one order. Before um, going on a roller coaster? If we're going to a theme park together and you're waiting in line for me. Okay. 
Well, a good thing I'll be waiting in a line that isn't by the ride that you're on because then I'll get puke on my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. So okay, I'm I'm like very tired. Okay. So I hear that. It's late. It's so late. It's past my bedtime. Tucker needs to go to his house. Oh, little Tucker. Your puppies are so cute. Yeah, he's t- he's sleeping at yeah. I'm like sitting on my bed and he's like sleeping next to me. Oh, cuties. Yeah, he thinks he's gonna sleep in the bed tonight, but no, but he's, he's not. Rude awakening. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've had such a blast. Like you've literally kept me up way past my bedtime. Yay. <laughs> um. So I will um definitely love to have you back on. Yay! This was so fun. Thanks for having me on in the first place. Of course. And I I hope your professional situation um, kind of pulls back onto its, you know, course very soon. Thank you. And um, I I appreciate your time and I've I've had uh, a great evening with you. Thank you. I have with you as well. And thanks to everyone that... um, that tuned in and listened and interacted. This was really fun to do live. Um, it's, it's, I've never done a live podcast, so that's really exciting. Yeah. And it's fun at, it's fun on the weeknight versus like on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was facetious. <laughs> I mean, after, you know, you socialize on Saturday evening yeah you know it's you know so i'll just leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) yes no one needs to know the activities that you get into (laughs) yeah i just hang out with my plants i literally sit and watch my plants grow every saturday (laughs) that's all he does guys yeah pv plant guy he's high off the plant life you know what i do is i actually document their plant personalities oh Full circle. Bring it around town. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I did take English in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing is what that's called. Yes. <laughs> that is what it's called. Um, and, you know, some of my plants do like the shadows. You right. Know, that, that indirect light. So That indirect light. I'm going to go document their personalities and I'll report out next time. Thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you for joining me and we'll talk soon. (laughs) Yes, we will. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.